Welcome to Glory Days, a show dedicated to a time when rock stars roam the earth. I'm Jumpin' Jack Chad, your host, and we're going to come out of the gate firing today. Right here by my side, I have Mike, guitar player for DC Flow. He's still in a wheelchair doing some back surgery he had recently. Fuck but, yeah. But you know, Mike's still here, unlike our guest who didn't show up this evening. Well, I, I, yeah, no, that guy... Come on, man. Get together. I mean, Mike just had back surgery on two Fridays ago, and he showed up that Sunday, not a week later, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday podcast. He was here. Guy stuck a knife into my back. Two days later, I'm on the podcast. That's right, because you know what you are, Mike? In my own little way, I'm like a suburban uh, middle-aged rock star. You are a rock star in my book. All right, we start each episode with a beer and a bad attitude. Let me grab my beer. I do not have a can today, so I'm going to see if we can hear the sound of the beer, the bottled beer being uncapped. Ready? There you go. You oh, yeah. You I heard that, dude. All right. Hey, Mike, name this tune. Nice shot, Filter. That's right. I always imagine that the, the song was about these two guys playing basketball, and this one guy hit this amazing three-pointer, and then the guy's, like, screaming in the chorus, nice shot. And it's like, whoa, man, we're just playing basketball. You don't have to get that excited. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what the song is about. Yeah, I, I think so, No, too. you're right. That's what it's about. Actually, is this song about the guy who shot himself in the face live? He killed himself on radio or on TV? I believe it is about somebody killing themselves, but I don't know what, if it's about a specific person. But I don't know. I but believe I, it's a specific incident that happened in the past that they sang about. I did hear the, the other Filter song that was big. Do you remember that other one? Was it the ballad? Yes, Will you take my picture? It was on 98 Rock this morning. And, really? I uh, actually uh, like that song. I see. I was listening back to these podcasts, and I say actually a lot. I'm like, actually, actually. Actually, I say actually a lot. <laughs> I plan to curb that habit. Curb Starting it. now. Now. New Year's resolution. To stop I say saying liter- actually. literally a lot. And I have a hard time saying that word literally. I say uh, a lot, but I think it actually, it just, I might as well be saying Give me a second, I'm thinking, you know? I've learned to pause in s- instead of saying, um. I do cuss a lot, too. It's kind of fucked up. I mean, yeah. I think a dramatic pause, it gives a sense of the intellect. It says, it gives a, like, a sense of something big is about to happen. He's just pausing and he's looking into space. So, yeah, just, I heard the song see? today. Which one? Do you like my dramatic pause right there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 98 Rock, and I knew that that song is actually about how the singer got really drunk, blacked out drunk on an airplane, and I think he, like, pissed in the aisle or something. So that's what that song's actually about. So that's a pretty rock star move. Totally rock star. I, mean, I think that fits the criteria. Peeing on an airplane. And Izzy Stradlin also peed on an airplane, so it's a elite company. And I, a couple podcasts, was it last podcast, John was offering the perspective... Of how you know not everybody goes the direction of seeking rock stardom, even though when they're younger, young and impressionable, maybe they want to take that path, but they realize somewhere along the way either they don't have talent, maybe as superficial as they don't have the look. But what if you do have a little bit of talent and maybe you're okay looking, and then locally you have some success, so then you don't you, you do not abandon that dream at that point. So now that kind of Sails you into your 30s and then, you know, in your case, 40s. 
Or is that my case? <laughs> That's your case, my friend. I'm actually uh, younger than you. Oh, by a little bit. Uh, by a decade, but yeah. Oh, yeah, by a decade. So anyways, I feel that that mild success you have locally messes with your head, too. I had that look. I've, we came pretty close with my band, Funk Shop Loomis. We opened up for the Boss Tones. We did something something cool called the Molson, the Molson Snow Jam, which was... I don't know how they made snow in August in upstate New York, but they made a half pipe. And they had extreme snowboarder stuff going on while we played Open Up for the Boss Tones in front of thousands of screaming people. That's, and that's pretty badass. That is badass. And that's such a 90s thing too, right? To like have X Games in the background while you're playing? Yes, and we pulled up in our little conversion van that we had. And for the first time in my life, roadies unloaded my van. I'm like, oh. what? <laughs> Roadies, hey dude, roadies are unloading our van right now. That's pretty badass. So, I'm just from down the street. Like, it took me 20 minutes to get to this gig. And, you know, these guys are traveling around the country with this Molsa Snow Jam. And here, my local band is opening up for these guys. Nobody knows the difference. I don't think these bands knew we were local. We were just some other act on the tour. And so, I, told, I instructed my band to act like rock stars. Don't act like local yokels. We even had the announcer. Announces as sex topless from Tibet or something instead of saying the local band from Albany, New York, because then everybody like loses interest immediately. <laughs> so I think that was probably my rock star moment. I had this really good because I'm not used to using top of the notch equipment. And you're a struggling musician, you get what you can afford. But they hand me this wireless mic that had like you know a quarter mile range on it. And so I started the gig from behind the crowd, heading in, sneaking in through the crowd, and I get to the stage. And at this point, they realize I'm the lead singer for this band they're about to see, and they get excited for me. And they're like, oh, my God. And so I asked them to spread, make a little way for me, because I was, it was about a five-foot stage. I believe, I don't know, probably like, yeah, some six foot, but a five-foot stage. So I get a running jump. I go running, and I hit the stage, and I don't make it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so uh, I had to, like... Show's I, over. I had to put the mic in my pocket and, like, do, like, a pull-up and put my, my foot up. I was trying to do, like... I was trying to jump, put my hands on the stage. You kind of do, like, a frog frog up or something. You know what I mean? Like... Dude, what... Did, sort of power jump You didn't get stage. hurt, though? So you, like, tried to jump, and then you just, like, fell down? I just didn't make it. I don't know how it happened. I had a fedora on. My fedora fell off. <laughs> So I think that was cool. I don't know if that was cool or not cool, but I felt pretty decent. I didn't feel I wasn't embarrassed because they helped me up, and it was, it was kind of fun. They thought I was a rock star. So I think that was my biggest rock star moment. What was? Do you have like a huge rock star moment in your past? No, no. <laughs> I can't think of anything. If you want to rock, you got you got to keep rocking. Let's friend. brings us. Let this brings us to our drummer James, who was supposed to come over this evening, and we were going to talk. We we're going to put James on the hot seat. A new segment called James Hot Seat. James is on the hot seat. And we were going to pressure him into... What were we going to do? First, well, first we're going to discuss what direction the band was going was going to go in. Yes. And we have a couple of different directions we were thinking about. Yeah, and you know... Then we're going to make sure he was in it for all the right reasons. Yes. That's what we were going to do. We were going to sit down with James and ask him. We were going to drill him some questions. But, uh, you know, he he decided not to come. And, you know, good for him. <laughs> Again, Mike showed up with back surgery. But we'll get James on the next episode, hopefully. Hey, can... remember when Bowtie Joe traveled like eight hours from... Yeah, dude. He like... Yeah. He road tripped just for the... It's like going to Wally World just for our podcast. <laughs> he got pulled over and, and the officer's like, why were you driving so fast? He's like, I'm trying to get to the Chadcast. He's like, oh, okay. And he let him go. Here comes 
All right. Every Glory Days, Chadcast. We do name that tune. And uh, in the new format, we give a few seconds. So the studio audience, the studio, wait, do we have a studio audience today? We do not have a studio audience today. Audience. So you at home have an opportunity to guess these songs that we selected for Name That Tune. Mike, last week you did not enjoy the Name That Tune segment that much. Uh, it's partly because I didn't do very good and partly because you wouldn't let me talk. That's true, but now it's just you and I. That's true. This is the first. Uh, this is actually out of second five one. one. This is our second one we did alone. It's very, very intimate. Just, uh, just we, me and Chad. Just. We're, we're doing this naked. Yeah. You, actually, we're not. Let's do it. Let's take our clothes off. Okay, go ahead. Let's do it. Hold on. <laughs> hey, can you undo the strap? Yeah, hold on. Hey, could you undo my, my bra? Hey, this harness is it's really tight. I need you to... All right. Oh, ignore that. I usually keep that. Oh, you wear chaps too? (laughs) That's awesome. All right. So I'm going to start you off easy. Wait, I'm talking about the music. So I need you to bend over. Yeah, I'm bent over. Well, actually, I can't bend over because the back, after I had back surgery, doctor said, like, number one thing, don't bend over. Um, Just relax, all right? Hey, Mike, rule number one, don't bend over. Rule number two, don't lift anything over 15 pounds. That's what the doctor told me. Awesome. What I'm going to need you to do right now is to take a deep breath and relax. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Song number one. Again, Mike, give the home audience an opportunity to guess first. I know you're going to know this. I'm totally going to give people as much time as they need to answer this. Basically, what I'm doing right now is I'm going to give you a little pop fly. Okay. As we say in the Just a little warm-up. That's what we say in soccer. Warm up the glutes. Get get the blood flowing. That's a good idea. Maybe you should warm up the glutes. Well, you why know, am when I I'm wearing wh- chaps, it's pretty Why am I talking like this, by the way? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just a howling out brown cow. Here we go. Shh. I shushed you. I'm not going to say. What's the word I said I was going to say? What, am I actually, my speech? Actually. 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 Pretty soon people are going to be able to understand me. You actually. I saw the movie Love Actually. That actually happened. That Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, this is fucking easy as shit. It's a fucking... It's not even a pop fly, dude. This is like somebody bunting. All right, I'm sorry, I can't... Uh, it's fucking Great White. Uh, one's Been Twice Shy, which is a cover of a Slade song, I believe. <laughs> That's not a cover song. It is a cover song. What? Yeah, I'll go online right now. Interesting fact about Great White. They killed a bunch of people. Yeah, that the fire, man. That, that was, was horrible. That's like, yeah. I mean, it's it's like so fucked up. Like 150 people died in like five minutes. So Great White, they're on like some sort of retro tour because this didn't happen that long ago. This happened probably 10 years ago. Well, even 10 years ago, they're still 30 years beyond their prime. Yeah. So they were doing some small club venue and they had pyrotechnics and those pyrotechnics caught the club on fire, killing like 150 people in the club. It was in like I think it was in Rhode Island, maybe I'm not sure. But like the thing was that it was a soundproofing at the top. This is so crazy. The roof, the, the insulation for the building was highly flammable, and that, so this band rolls up, Great White. They play a, a show, and then they light pyro during in the beginning of their show in this small club. Like, who, first of all, you, it's not the '80s anymore. You know, like you're not that big. Why are you having pyro? That's ridiculous in a small club. And then number two, why are you going to insulate your bar with these super <laughs> flammable stuff. So it was like, you know... Basically dried hay. Yeah. 
it, it was the uh, perfect recipe for, uh, uh, you know, 150 people dying in like five minutes. It's terrible. In a world full of recipes for disaster. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I laughing? It's not funny at all. But so, actually, a uh, fun fact, another fun fact about yeah, Great White. Wait, let me pull the music up then. Their, their manager, Alan Niven, was yes. also Guns N' Roses' manager in the beginning for a while. So that wasn't. So at one point, Alan ne- Nevin was Guns N' Roses' manager right when Appetite broke, and he was also Great White's manager when this song broke. Can you imagine how awesome that would be? I'm trying right now. Hold on, let me think about it. It's pretty awesome. I mean, I guess you'd get a lot of likes on Instagram. You'd get a, sh- a lot of likes. You'd have so many Facebook friends. It'd be unbelievable. Song number two. Somewhat obscure. You know it? I mean, I'm trying to tell from the guitar style and... It's, a, it's not Montrose, is it? It's along that line, that vein. Is it Ted? It's not Ted Nugent. It's along that vein. Yeah. Ted Nugent, Kiss, Montrose, Sammy Hagar. Y&T? No. I don't see this band. I don't. I don't know. I don't do. I do not know a lot about them. I just stuttered. I did. I did. I did. I did. It's a great guitar riff, though. It is fucking good, dude. I like this. All right, you ready for the answer? Yeah. What do you know about the band? Okay, the song is Say What You Will. The band? The song, did I say song? The song is Say What You Will. The band? Fastway. What do you know about Fastway? Oh, I know I know Fastway. Because I, I just listen to so many podcasts that I've heard an interview with a guy in Fastway. Fastway was actually kind of like a Led Zeppelin-sounding Zeppelin band. And they had, I think, one hit, maybe. Was this it? It might have been. But let's they go, were. They hold were on, let's, let's go to the But they the were artists. a band that, like, supposedly were actually had, like, I mean, their lyrics are stupid as a lot of those bands are. Let's but, go like, to the Like, they rock. They rock pretty hard from what I, you know, I've heard. I just went to the artist and say what you will. Yeah, it's their biggest hit. Yeah, I guess this one. Let's was. listen to another one. That's that. This seems to be their second biggest one. Here we go. Fast away. Easy living. Yeah, it's like totally it sounds like Led Zeppelin. It's been a long time since I'm rock and roll. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. Alright, third song. Good choice though, I like that one. Thanks. See, I like I'm liking this this uh, version of uh Name That Tune. This so is- I got a bunch of different options here. I think I'm gonna go with this one. Uh do you want a pop fly or you want a challenge? Either one. Give me a challenge. It's, it's fun. Right. Here we go. Oh, fuck. This is really shitty. Like, this isn't Firehouse, but this is like in that vein. Yeah. Listen, Hold on. Listen to it. Listen to it. I love the first verse. It's so cheesy. It's good, though. In my book. In my book that I'm writing. It's like, it's like Trickster meets Firehouse. It's worse. It's worse than all of them. Really? I love the song, though, man. It's going to be my wedding song. When I find that right woman. Again. (laughs) 
You're going to make it happen this time. No, I got some, actually, some breaking news on that front. Yeah, let's hear it. Well, first, who's the band? Uh, let's, can we make it to the chorus first? Well, why don't... Wow. Well, let right. me say let me say two things. First, right, first, the guy's uh, voice actually sounds a little bit like Mark Slaughter's, like yep. same range. And number two, I think it'd be fun to try and guess what the name of the band should be. <laughs> what, what do you think the band should be called? I think there's there's got to be something about something about fairy tales. Um, maybe I mean Cinderella's taken, so maybe Sleeping Beauty. How about Sleeping Beauties with a Z? What do you think? Oh my god, it's pretty good. I'm close. Like, turn it up. Turn it up. <laughs> Dude, fucking Sleeping Beauties, bro. Fuck yeah. Dude, did you see the new Sleeping Beauties video, man? The one with the uh, pink castle in it? It's so sweet. And it's got all these little fairies fucking flying around, but they're heavy metal fairies, dude. So they've got. Yeah. They've got flying V guitars. Look, we're sensitive guys, and we're gonna have a bottle of wine, you know, during a picnic. We're not but picnic. we're not afraid to fuck the shit out of you either. It's true, we're not. Because we're the—I don't even remember the name of the band. What's the name of the band? I mean, nowadays it's a uh, Budweiser and a Blue Pill. Dude, what, did you even say the name of the band? I don't remember. I have not yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm remembering you because you're pretty close. What do you call it? Butterflies and angels? Um, I called them. Um, <laughs> I don't even remember something. Fairies? <laughs> fuck. I don't know. It's Sunday, okay, man. I'm tired. The song is I'll Never Let You Go, and the artist is Steelheart. Steelheart. Oh, my God. I just heard about Steelheart the other day because they were selling their entire – like somebody obviously stumbled upon like a storage wars, like a Steelheart, like oh, really? a storage <laughs> unit just filled with all their shit, all their swag. And so like on eBay, they were trying to sell it for like thousands of dollars. And like this website, uh, you know, Metal Sludge. You ever go to the Metal Sludge website? No. I go there every day. It just has like the latest, like old 80s band news, which I find super entertaining. Well, maybe you should be running this podcast. Yeah. Mr. Metal Sludge. Well, that's why, that's why, I, that's why, I, why I know all this stupid shit. Yeah. yeah, that's why you make a good co-host, because maybe you just don't have the deep voice to, in order to host. I slur my words. I always have. Always will. Dude, I can't. I've been listening back to these podcasts, and I mumble and stumble the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> It's a good thing we, you know, we're not doing the voiceovers for, uh, you know, Honda. I know, right? I'm not going to get any voiceover work. Oh, by the way, I just want everybody to know that I, I'm using Spotify for all this, and we do have some playlists. So I'm Jumpin' Jack Chad on Spotify, Jumpin' Without the G, Jack Chad. And the two playlists that I use are Glory Days, and we have Name That Tune. Can you subscribe to... Uh... Yes, yeah, so if you become a member... I'm. I'm I'm in no way affiliated with Spotify. I just love the service. And if you become a premium member, which is 10 bucks a month, I'm, I'm doing a commercial right now. Hold on. If you subscribe to Spotify, it's only $10 a month. And you too can go to the Glory Days playlist and listen to the songs we have playing for you today. See, I just stumbled my words right there. I'm not even going to edit it. Too but crazy. Glory Days is actually, at this point, we're just putting on SoundCloud, right? Yes. Well, we... I edit it, and then I put it on SoundCloud. Under so you put it on SoundCloud, but the music, you can hear it on Spotify. Correct. But we're going to inform you through probably Facebook <laughs> or Twitter that this podcast exists. And always check Instagram. 
Always check Instagram. I'm a big Instagram guy. Yes, yes you are. All right, this little, this song is taking five minutes. And if you go on YouPorn, you can find Chad's favorite. I don't know. Actually, I just uploaded my own video. <laughs> Did you? You just yeah. whacking up in front of the mirror? <laughs> people people pay for that. I know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no idea. I've got know? no idea. About I don't it. pay anything for that. Any I just got the uh, compilations for free. All right, you ready? Yeah. I'm picking some really bad music. This has got. Let's make this the last one. I think. I think the studio audience is just getting bored of this. Oh, this is. If this is the last one, what should it be? I think we should. We should keep these to four songs. All right. We're. I guess we're deciding what we're doing now. Live. Yeah, we're we're thinking out loud live on the podcast. Here we go. We're very professional. This is only song three, I think, though. Isn't it? I think the song needs more keyboard. Keyboard is so. Yeah, so manly. Is this a goddamn NASA theme song? All right, space shuttle launch. T-minus. In a world where an asteroid is about to destroy the Earth, we've assembled a team. Featuring Bruce Willis, (laughs) Ben Affleck. There's only one way we can save this asteroid from hitting Earth. That's rock and roll, motherfucker. Now, Chad, jump on that keyboard. All right, here we go. I got the keytar. Oh yeah. All right, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on the fucking skin flute right. Ab- I mean the uh, the bait. The... Oh yeah. I don't know. Oh, whoa, that sounds awesome. Thanks. That was me, by the way. I love how you're wearing a, a, a headset microphone, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> hard, Yo, man. Are we close to the asteroid yet? <laughs> dude, I'm just getting pumped up. We're hitting some turbulence. Fuck that. Fuck turbulence, dude. Turn up the keyboard. All right, dude, we just landed on the asteroid. Dude, I don't even think we need these suits, man. Are you a fucking pussy? Are you gonna keep, are you gonna keep your space suit on? I'm taking my space suit. Oh, wait, oh, stop. Oh shit, Mike's head just exploded in his uh, suit. Autograph, turn up the radio. You know this band? I'd answer you, but I just died on the asteroid. They were a uh, working class sort of band. They were a blue collar band. That's what these bands are, like Fastway. Autograph, they're blue collar bands. They were hard working. They didn't really make it too big in the 80s. You know, they had just enough success to get them on MTV, an MTV video. They're like music that if you were in a bar in New Jersey in 1985, that you'd be like headbanging with a bunch of other bros, right? Yeah. So what, now these bands, these mid-level bands that had success in the 80s, do you think they have any money now? I know that they don't have any money now. You know this. Yes, because the way that the music industry works is the record label will say, Hey, kid, I think you're, you're really good. You got a lot of talent, see? Here's a million dollars, see? And what they're really doing is saying, Here, you can borrow a million dollars from us that you have to pay back and uh, until you see a single fucking cent. And then once you do make us a million dollars, we're going to give you like five cents to split among five of you for every dollar that you make after that. So most of these bands, even if they were had one hit, they usually, you know... Didn't do that well financially. Now, if you had prolonged success or you're ginormous like Guns N' Roses, then obviously you're rich, you know, rich. Particularly if you own your own publishing 
because then you're getting you know paid um, you know every time that your song is played. So you and you own the rights to it, your music. What do you think about like a Motley Crue? Motley Crue has a lot of money. They've sold like 30, 40 million records. Yeah. Um, but like a band like Autograph, Autograph probably does pretty well in like, you know, retro 80s shit, but like back in the day, I don't know. Autograph, I think, had a little bit more of a career than Fastway. What like, about, say, an example I just had, I just lost it. It was a mid level band that had a lot of success, but I totally forgot what it was. Great. That'll teach me to drink. Yeah. Seriously. But with these bands, they get like this MTV success and they have these awesome tours and they may, maybe they'll even open up for like a Guns N' Roses. And then and then it doesn't do anything. That must really fuck with your head, too. That's even worse. Because cause they didn't you have You tasted their... it. You tasted the nectar of the gods and it oh, was that. taken away from you. That would be worse because you actually didn't have to work for a period of time. That's you know right. I mean? Like you were a rock star for, say, we'll say like two years. Well, dude, I just listened to an interview uh, with that band that we played in our first show, Junkyard, and that lead yeah. singer. Yeah, there you go. He, a taste, one. he tasted the success, you know, because they they got signed to Geffen, and they were they were like in the same kind of scene as Guns N' Roses, kind of. And then they they you know they got dropped from Geffen after two records, and then basically the guy, the lead singer, was an alcoholic, and you know it was really hard for him to, you know, he was like homeless for a while, and yeah, it's just he, he went through a lot, Chad. And, and what about this band, like White Snake? Oh, well, this guy was in fucking Deep Purple, and he was, he was super successful. And this record sold so many copies that he didn't make the uh, the, the money back that the record label uh, loaned him, I'm sure. But why do you think Motley Crue... In advance. They call it an advance. Well, why do you industry. think Motley Crue is doing tours now? Because they... they oh, why now? Because they have, their fans are like diehard fans. They, there's, an, there's a market for it. Supply and demand. Wasn't the guitar player old in the 80s? Yeah, he was old, and he has a spinal disease where his spine is, like, fused together. Mick Mars. But I love Mick Mars, man. That guy's awesome. Like, when Molly Crew was big in the early 80s or mid-80s, they were all, like, they were like 20, 21, and Mick Mars is, like, 40. <laughs> I know, but it was so awesome. It actually right made now, it, like, he's, like, 86 It now. actually makes him cooler because it's like, well, you guys are just weird, you know? That'd be a good game. Who's older, Mick Mars or Cher? Because I know how to be. Let's write that down. Who's older, Mick Mars I'm going to go with Cher. Or Robert Plant. Robert Plant's older than Cher. Cher's older than Mick Mars. Good tune. I don't know. There's just something about Sunday Funday, Mike. It puts me in the mood. And I like to drink beer. I like to do things to alter my consciousness. I don't know what it is. Including? It's, I just think it's the rockstar mentality. You know, things get to me. We all have to work to make money. And we're doing things we don't really want to do. I don't mind. I love what I do, actually, but... It's not exactly what I want to do, right? No, so these these things you go through in life, like work and family and divorce and kids and parenting and soccer and baseball, it gets you sometimes in a bad mood. I'm not trying to depress you. I mean, I'm not a depressed person, but you know, every once in a while, you just got to blow up some steam, play some heavy metal, drink some beers, do what you got to do to get rid of that. You got to shake it off, as uh, a wise woman once said. You got to shake shake it off. Say say. Do you know who this is? I know this is not your favorite band, and I'm going to make you love Tesla. 
All right, so this next segment is called Moods. So I asked Mike. I didn't have to. Actually, I didn't have to ask Mike. Because I know he uses music to get through life. That's true. Sometimes I'm in a bad mood. Sometimes I'm in a, I would need to get in a good mood. Sometimes I'm just trying to get psyched up. Sometimes I'm just chilling. And there's music for each one of those moods. I have music for each one of those moods. And it's very diverse. You know, we're talking about that time when rock stars roaming the earth here in Glory Days. But I've said, I think, in every episode of Glory Days that I'm not stuck in this time. I enjoy all walks of life all when it comes to music. Music walks of life. Again, let's just stumble upon my words because I'm three beers deep. I'm just going to stumble like it's going to happen. Three beers. But man, come music on. is important to me. I, I usually set my music up so when I'm walking into my house after a long day of work, there's music playing. And some friend of mine says, that's a waste of electricity. I'm like, I don't care. I like to walk into my apartment with music playing. And it's usually some sort of chill electronica. You know, at the end of the day, I just like to chill out. So I asked Mike, because we live in D.C., Maryland, D.C. area. And I believe it has been voted or ruled the worst city in the country for traffic. So what is it? What music do you listen to while you're stuck in traffic, Mike? It depends. I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, I think it depends. Like, in, uh, if there's a shitload of traffic, and like there's a tractor trailer on fire, and you're looking around, and you're just sitting there, and you're like gonna be late. At some point, you just have to like be very. Uh, existential and just kind of be like what is life what am i even doing here and nothing seems to make sense and you're looking why am i in this fucking traffic jam like i choose i chose to use this road i'm sitting in a fucking piece of metal in the middle of a concrete jungle filled with other people sitting in metal what the fuck is this about there's a foo fighter video i think it's walk where he just leaves his car in traffic and just fucking walks are you talking about the rem video no it's uh dave goal and Fighters. I think gotcha. I believe this. The video is walked. Totally covered. Covered. Uh, REM. So Mike, stuck in traffic. What is your song? So things are just so weird that uh, the uh, you know Velvet Underground song Venus and Fur- uh, Venus and Furs is just like kind of like what what is this? So crank this up, man. Seriously. So you're stuck in traffic. I've been this sitting in this car for three hours. I don't even know my name anymore. Officer. Velvet Underground. Who am I? Son, can I see your driver's license? What's a license? What does that even mean? Can I see your registration? I don't need a registration, dude. Nobody actually owns anything, if you think about it, officer. Because we're all from the planet Earth. We're all one. We're all a single organism. You're not your khakis. You're not your khakis. You know, we live in a world... Where our possessions own us. Traffic jam, jam, traffic. Mike, ride what, the what snake. Is that, what, what, is, what does traffic mean? Ride the snake. Why is a guy in front of me drive a Geo Storm? Who the fuck drives a Geo Storm? Who buys a Geo Storm? Good question. Why do they call it a storm? It's really not a storm. And that makes no sense. Let's open the phone lines. Those of you out there driving a. What is it, a geostorm? Yeah. What the fuck is a geostorm? I don't know. What is anything? Well, I can uh, see how this puts you in some sort of trance. I would say it, it does, but the downside is if you're smoking pot in your car and you try to hide it when you get pulled over uh, by a cop, this song is not going to help you get out of the ticket. Son, I'm about to change your life. He's, he's gonna, it's going to be pretty obvious that you're high. Here it is. One word It's going to change your life. Starts with a V, ends in an er. It's called... Vaporizer. 
vape pen. You put some in that. I thought you were going to say vagina. No, that already changed your life. You have two kids. That's true. And you came out of a vagina. <sighs> yeah, turn the, turn the music. That's right. <laughs> I mean, dude, we're really getting... Oh, you want to go? Okay, we're, let's, let's roll with it, man. Yeah. So, Chad, you came out of a vagina and you created kids with one. What, right, does it, what does it mean? I don't know. All right, fuck it. I give up. Kiss the boot. Is this the song they used in the Doors movie when they were in the were on, or high on peyote? In I, don't the know. I don't know, but they should have. Right. Probably. They probably did, actually, because uh, they did a whole thing with uh, Andy Warhol's factory in that movie. That sounds like a Doors movie excerpt. Excerpt? Is that the word I'm looking for? I, I think the correct word is syrup. <laughs> it's one of the food groups. <laughs> Candy corn, syrup, Candy apple. All right, here we go. Uh, we know where, I know where we're going. The second one was... <laughs> I totally think that's All right, everybody, here we go. Where are we going? I don't know. I'm driving, though. Ride the snake. Yeah. So, mood music. Mood... <laughs> <laughs> mood music. Oh, my God. We're so stupid. Why do we have a it's podcast? A, it's a fucking Velvet Underground. That's why only 24 people listen. Dude, listen the Velvet so Underground up. will fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the second mood is... Sadness. Mike, are you sad sometimes? I'd say most of the time I'm, I'm a sad, <laughs> sad person, unfortunately. I mean, nothing against being married with children, but... No, I love my kids. I know my you kids. do. I love awesome. my family. I met them. Yeah. I haven't seen them in a while since the band broke up. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. You know, I've sent Ryan these podcasts, our bass player, who we lost to cancer. I mean, Austin, <laughs> Texas. He... Maybe he did die. Because I, I have sent him these podcast and he has not responded to me at all hmm. all right so you said that your sad song is what well, so uh, in the past year this has been a, a sad song i don't know i just listened to it and uh, it's weird because i actually like this song yeah it's really good it's not weird that i like it but it's weird that it's your sad song but i do not see it as a sad song and i have no no commentary on it and anything specific I get but it. uh it's just my my kind of sad song well well maybe okay so let's define this see when i'm sad i like to be more sad or would i be sadder I think correct. when I when I'm sad, I need to like have something that maybe has kind of can be kind of sad, but I gotta like get through that moment. And if I listen to something too sad, you'll, I don't you'll want, kill I don't want I don't want to like hang out in the moment. You know, be you know I want to like numb myself. I guess is the, I think the audience is in suspense, so let's let's hit it. Yeah, who is this? Uh, Tove Low. I find this really odd that Mike. I actually really like Tove This is a, a just a good song. I like it. It's a it's a remix. It's Oliver, in the genre that I listen to. It's Oliver, electronica. Oliver Nelson remix. I'm literally literally dancing right now. I feel better already. See, this, this doesn't work for me. I, I'm dancing and I like this song. Well, hold a second. Hold a second. This is Glory Days, a tribute to when rock stars roam the earth. And here I am dancing. But, I, you know, she might even be considered a little bit of a rock star. I saw her play live at um, Hangout Fest this past summer. I went to this uh, music festival on the Gulf Shores of Alabama. Okay. And, she, and she played and she was awesome. 
And uh, at one point during the show, true rock star style, she uh, she goes, I love being here. I love being at the beach. You guys are fucking awesome. Woo! And then she lifted her shirt up and showed everybody her tits. So this and is I was um, like, whoa. But you know what happened? <laughs> right as she lifted up her shirt and showed everybody her tits, some like little some kid some like kid took his phone and put it right in front of my line of sight. Like he like timed it so I didn't get to see. And I was like, okay, I guess I wasn't meant to see that. That's okay, I can deal with that. Well that brings me actually I was about to rant about that. A lot of my friends were at Madonna last night. She was here in Washington DC at the Verizon Center and instead of instead of enjoying the concert, most of my friends were taking videos and then immediately posting them on either Instagram or Facebook. And if it was a good friend, I would comment, just enjoy the concert. Just enjoy the concert. Like, stop posting videos. Just enjoy. It was annoying me. I was like, just just enjoy the concert, everybody. Please, just enjoy it. Stop posting pictures every five seconds. I don't care. Just, I'd I, say that- It's cool that you're there. Maybe one picture. Hey, oh my God. Fred is at Madonna. Awesome. But then, like, every five seconds, they're posting videos and pictures. I'm like... Yeah, I mean, I've been guilty of that occasionally, but it's oh, me too. Obviously, Jesus. it's annoying. But the, usually, why I do is because I know somebody likes a particular song or artist. In some cases, more than I do, and so I might shoot a quick uh, footage just I to guess. send it to them. And it is Madonna. I'm going to cut everybody some slack. All right, so like, sometimes I try to avoid traffic at all costs. You can avoid it if you have to, but you know, I have children too. I am divorced. They live in Silver Spring. I live in D.C., so I have to travel to get them. Uh, the other day, by the other day, I mean yesterday. It's Sunday. Yesterday was Saturday. I left this house uh, one hour, ten minutes before we had to be at the uh, soccer tournament. Plenty of time because we're going to go to 7-Eleven and get some water and Gatorade and some Monster Energy drinks for me and some candy. And we got stuck in some horrible traffic jam that lasted literally three hours. I was, I couldn't, like there was nothing I could do. We were trapped. And there's my daughter sitting next to me. And she was devastated that she was missing her soccer game due to the fucking traffic in D.C. It was so infuriating. But you know what? I didn't play this song. But this is my traffic song. This is right here? Right. You know why? I'm going to tell you why, Mike. Because this guy is called Kill Frenzy. He's a DJ. And I went to his concert at Flash DC, Flash Club on 7th Ave. 7th and that's your, Florida and 7th. That's your hangout, man. That's where I go. This place, they play Deep House mostly. This guy was not too cool for school because in that scene, most of the DJs are just like too cool for too cool for school. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They don't like, they don't really get into it. This guy was having the best fucking time. He's dancing. He's pointing to the audience. The, the lights come on. This song comes on. The whole audience is saying, "I guess it's this hit. Is this hit? No panties." And so when I'm in traffic, I put this on, and it just it takes you back to that concert. And we, had, we just had such a great time at the show. It put a smile on my face. That's awesome, man. I went there with you, I think, once or twice. But I can't dance right now because my back's fucked up. Fuck. All right, this is No Panties by Kill Frenzy. Again, all these are on Spotify under Glory Days. Now, when I'm feeling sad, Mike, I don't want to be picked up. By picked up, I mean I don't want anything to kind of lift my mood. I like to think that there's people out there that are as upset and sad as I am, and they write music. And one of my favorite bands to listen to when sad 
is this one. This is this one particularly. It's True Love Waits by Radiohead. This can really like send you over the edge. Chad, I have bad news. Yes, Mike. Your hamster didn't make it. Axel? Axel didn't make it? I know, I'm sorry. We, we what tried, happened? We tried everything. I thought he just went for a trim. We, we tried injecting him with Mountain Dew and Lucky Charms. It didn't work. The root start, his, his little heart. His, so what happened? His little heart just couldn't handle it. You couldn't revive him? I mean, it, I think it might have had something to do with the fact that you were, um, you, uh... Yeah, he traveled in my ass a few times, but who cares? He cared. <laughs> he lost his will to live. <laughs> <laughs> Axel lost his will to live. All right, P. I love how, like, you're so quick on that, that your hamster's name's Axel. That was awesome. What? Who doesn't put things in their ass? I don't put things in my ass. <laughs> you're missing out, my friend. You're missing out. for listening it's been a crazy couple weeks haven't had a lot of time to do this sort of thing I DJ'd a wedding in uh, Hilton Head South Carolina with my good friend Kevin and his new bride Shin Marcia Lopez and I we uh, traveled to Hilton Head together and the whole way down we listened to Hair Nation on XM Sirius, or Sirius XM. I believe it was nine, almost ten hours down. Nine, almost ten hours back. Whole way. We listened to a little Howard Stern. But we mostly listened to Hair Nation. So uh, our next episode of Glory Days, I'm going to be discussing the things I learned over this trip to South Carolina. A much different place than here in Washington, D.C. They're missing a little something. They're in their brains. All right. Thanks again for listening. Mike, I'll see you on Sunday, right, bud? Hope your back feels better. We got a lot of fan mail coming in saying how much they love you. There's an outpouring of sympathy and goodwill to you, Mike. You're well loved in the hair metal glory days community. You have an overall rating that's acceptable to me, which is 53% of the people like you. 53%. I forgot to put my wind guard on my microphone. Oh, here it is. I'm going to put it on now. You guys remember this song? Hate Everything About You by Ugly Kid Joe. All right, once again, Glory Days, episode five is in the books. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. 
All my social media is Jumpin' Jack Chad. Jumpin' with that, the G, Jack Chad. And keep those fan mails coming. Actually, it'd be great if somebody could send some fan mail. Could you please send us fan mail? Because it'd be really funny to open up my email and have some fan mail from the Glory Days podcast. Jumpin'JackChad at gmail.com. And once again, that e- email address is <laughs> jumpinjackchad at gmail.com. Feel free to send me your thoughts about this ridiculous podcast. I don't even know if it qualifies as a podcast. We call it the Chadcast. I think somebody's at my door. Fuck me, listen to This is the worst exit song ever. Shame to myself. I'm gonna get Joe Maybe it wasn't Firehouse that killed the 80s. Maybe it was Ugly Kid Joe. I want to now apologize to uh, Firehouse. I was wrong. It wasn't you that killed the 80s. It was Ugly Kid Joe. It was Ugly Kid Joe the whole time. Maybe this is what Queensryche's Operation Mind Crimes concept album was about.